Greetings, unscathed warriors of the internet-verse. This is episode three of the Video Game Mythos podcast, where video game characters and their backstories are summoned from the ancient, fiery depths of the interneticals. My name is Ryan, and today we're going to be taking a cannonball deep dive into some dank and wretched truths of one of my personal favorite fictional characters. Not only that, but we're going to take a look at some of the evildoers on the internet that would interpret this character lightheartedly. We'll lay out some facts and give a bit of backstory for those that may not know much about the character, and we'll let you decide for yourself what exactly is the purpose to life. Can you think of a character you'd like us to explore? Thanks to 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions, our managing company, we have a few different ways for you to submit your character ideas to us. We'd love to see what juicy backstories you'd like us to explore. Email me your thoughts, ryan at 13palmtrees.com. Birdie tweet, Facebook, or Instagram message us at 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions. In your message, I'd really like for you to tell me what the meaning of life is. No, I really swear we are going to get to that shortly, but for real, if you have a great idea for a character you'd like us to dive into, we need at least the name of the character, what game or series they're from, and why you think they would be a great choice for video game mythos. Now, send us only your best picks, because if the character sucks and doesn't have a lot of nuances to explore, then they'll likely end up in the honorable mentions, or, or worse, the dishonorable mentions. Additionally, and this is kind of just in general, if you have a non-character related idea and you think we'd hit the ground with running, then send us your suggestions. Like, email me now. Do not hesitate. Now, if you're driving, please follow local, state, and federal traffic laws while sending the email. But seriously, we want this podcast to be of the people. And together, I know we can come up with some really good ideas, which brings me to this episode's deep dive character of choice. Welcome to Video Game Mythos. Episode 3. A manufactured creation meant to be a weapon of war. A drone in Queen Bronze's quest for domination. Vivi from Final Fantasy IX was brought into this world with the sole purpose to be a mindless tool of destruction. Fortunately for us, a glitch in his creation gave him sentience, something his evil creators attributed to a flaw in the design process. <laughs> but as we meet and learn about Vivi through the eyes of his accidental new friends, Zidane, Steiner, and Dagger, aka Princess Beautiful, we see that this flaw is actually kind of a gift and a blessing. I realize I'm referring to Vivi as a boy, although throughout the fiction there's really no determining factor other than the dialogue at the beginning of the game referring to Vivi as the pointy hat boy. Now Vivi himself is a simple lad. He is easily awed by beautiful vistas, he becomes sad when things stop, and genuinely wants to help the, the overall community of the world, or it, it seems as though that he does. Vivi's influence on the plot of Final Fantasy IX is pivotal to the success of the protagonist. Vivi is himself surrounded by a bit of mystery in his own existence. So if he's mysterious to himself, then he's also obviously mysterious to us. This, uh, this pretense of an unknowingly powerful black mage 
with a mysterious personality is really almost a staple textbook example of how writers are able to give a functional purpose to a character for battles and fights and looking cool, but also gives us interpretability of Vivi's essence and of his soul. This brings us to the reason why Vivi was chosen for this episode of Video Game Mythos. It's just that overwhelming simplicity and innocence of Vivi's personality and an almost childish level of naivety combined with the situation that brought about his accidental creation are like two major ingredients in this boiling pot of controversial interpretations of his entire existence. So one side of the coin believes exactly what the enemies always tell Vivi, that he is a mistake, that he is an accident, that he is some product of a design creature that just went wrong. Yet, the other side of the coin sees the childlike naivety that Vivi uses to view the world. His existential curiosity kind of helps him relate to us immediately. Early throughout the story, we see Vivi as a child, but he later develops. In fact, Vivi actually becomes pretty damn bold and stands up for his friends and what he believes. And there are numerous examples when Vivi is triggered into becoming a freaking badass. It's really widely debated that Vivi was created as a product of war, and ultimately, that's exactly what he became. Except he was fighting for good rather than evil. Albeit, at the end of the day, the moments where Vivi's genuine desire to come to terms with who he was make Vivi more real to me than most fictional characters. Seeing the trials and tribulations that Vivi overcame seems to carry the power of making the viewer a better person just by having gone through the experience with him. Not only is that a huge accomplishment from a storytelling perspective, but it also gives us, as the entertainee, so to speak, the ability to perceive some of the nuances in this character and try to take our own meanings away from it. Prepare to be motivated. Not only did Vivi play an instrumental role in the main story, his internal struggle to find purpose to life is something almost everyone at some point in time in their life can almost certainly relate to. This close-to-home sense of emotion seeds why Vivi is immediately relatable. And through that relation, we can see the world through his eyes. No one automatically knows their purpose to life, yet it's something we all seek to understand. Vivi's story tells this tale by showing a character who is coming to terms with how the understanding of life itself is to take place, except it's from a child's level of understanding of the world. By acknowledging that something is accidental is to put a negative precursor behind its occurrence. We could argue that some parents accidentally have kids, but we don't talk about it in this way to the kids because of the major negative precursor. The joy of life is to find love in the life that we live, which is the definition to life as Vivi comes to see it. It's also quite healthy for humans to see the world in this way too. Many times throughout the narrative in Final Fantasy IX, Vivi struggled with the basic comprehension of death, repeatedly referring to death as stopping. I used air quotes there, but you couldn't see that, but he referred to death as air quotes, stopping, just like that music did. The way Vivi comes to terms with why something would just stop and understanding that it is just a part of the finiteness to life 
and witnessing him struggle with the passing of his original caretaker that he calls grandfather. Through this grief, Vivi continues forward, and with his experience of adversity comes a great change in his personality throughout that accomplishment. His frame of mind shifts from an innocent child to a motivated adult. He finds that life isn't about finding yourself, life is about creating yourself. This moral, and the way Vivi comes to know it, shows that Vivi is definitely no accidental oddity. Vivi is life. The real tragedy behind Vivi's story is that even though all of his struggle to find purpose to his life, his life ultimately didn't end up being very long. It's that tragedy that tells no matter what you make of the content of your character and the quality of your life, we're still all going to end up in the ground. And this story, although tragic, can bring some truth to heart that a lot of times we need to see. Because life without sorrow would mean life without happiness. You can't have the good times without the bad. And although it might be bad, I still think there's a hidden little silver lining that a lot of people fail to see is that he did die. There's no debating that. Vivi stopped. But he also laughed and he cried. He also made friends and those friends loved him and he loved them. So life can be extremely downing. It's easy to become jaded. So let's be jaded together. And I think that's where it hits home. Because we started this podcast episode talking about a character in a video game. And we take away a really positive life lesson. Shout out to everybody who has submitted character ideas for this Video Game Mythos podcast. I would like to give a few honorable mentions for today's episode of Choice, and in a future episode, we might dig these up and actually use them. 
It just depends on the flood of great ideas that you all have coming into our inbox at our Facebook, our Instagram, or otherwise. So the honorable mention top choice for this episode was none other than Tom Nook from Animal Crossing. Uh, That suggestion was sent in by James Hayward from Wheeling, West Virginia. Tom Nook could be a good one to go into, specifically because of how that character evolved throughout the different Animal Crossing titles. In all of the games leading up to New Leaf, he serves as the town shop's manager. And then in New Leaf, he becomes a real estate agent. Fortunately for Tom Nook, he just sold some land to a farmer. And now we're going to sell him all the stuff that we farm for bells. This is a shout out to you, the listener, the viewer. If you're driving in your car or riding on your way to work, if you're mowing the lawn and looking over in the horizon and a fly flies into your eye, know that we're there for you. 13 Palm Trees has your back. And because of that, I have a treat for you. And that treat is appreciation. Thank you for listening to Video Game Mythos. Mythos.